You know the one. Some of the guys like to swim there. Her shift had ended hours before. Maggie ducked into the building, told her boss she'd be leaving, and ran down the road to the stream, less than half a mile away. When she got there, she still didn't see Chance anywhere. Muldoon! she yelled. No one responded. Had he gotten down here and had a latent reaction to smoke inhalation? Would she find him gagging for air, or worse, already unconscious? She followed the stream, working her way up a hillside, slowly at first. Then she was running, afraid she'd be too late. Maggie tripped and fell through a break in the brush, tears falling, her hands stinging where she'd landed on sticks and rocks. When she looked up, she spotted a soaking wet jumpsuit spread out across a rock, boots set neatly in front of the boulder. She scrambled to her feet and peered over the top of the big stone to discover a lovely little waterfall and a smooth, clear pool of water surrounded by dense green forest. Beneath the tumble of water stood Chance, his naked body gleaming and wet. Without thinking, Maggie ran along the edge of the pool, relief bringing more tears to her eyes. He was alive. Chance! He didn't turn. He probably couldn't hear her with the water rushing around his ears. Maggie plowed into the pool, water up to her knees. When she reached him, she flung her arms around him, burying her face against his back, the pounding of the waterfall washing away her tears. Thank God, oh thank God, she said, coughing when she snorted a lungful of water. Chance turned and pushed her out of the full force of the waterfall. Maggie, oh sweet Maggie, of course I'm all right. He held her close, his arms tight around her middle, his cock pressing into her belly, already half hard. I was so worried. Dear God, I thought I'd die. Maggie glanced up into his face. I was afraid I wouldn't get to tell you. Tell me what? It's too late, she babbled, too happy to be coherent. Too late? Chance held her at arm's length. Too late for what? It's too late. I promised I wouldn't fall in love with a jumper. She sobbed, trying to get close enough to press herself against his chest, but he wouldn't let her, holding her back. You're right, Maggie. You deserve a man you don't have to worry about, a man who'll be around for you, help you raise children, grow old with you. Maggie sighed. Got one in mind? She looked up at him, her hair hanging wet and limp in her face. God, she must be a mess. I was wrong this morning. Yesterday morning? She laughed, the sound ending in a sob. I want to keep on seeing you. I want to be a part of your life. And I want you to be. And I want to be that guy who's there for you. You do? She smiled. You didn't change your mind? Far from it. He smoothed a wet strand out of her eyes. I'm going to ask for a transfer to a desk job. What? Maggie shook her head. You can't do that. Being a jumper is what you do, who you are. If you quit jumping before your time, you'll hate it. She hugged him around the middle. Being a jumper is what made me fall in love with you from the first time I saw you. You stop fires. You save lives. What woman wouldn't want a hero like that? Chance's brows furrowed. But you said you'd never fall in love with a jumper. She cupped his cheek in her palm and stared into his eyes. We don't always get to choose who we fall in love with, 
and I wouldn't change one thing about you. What about the worry? What if I don't come back from a jump? Shh, don't say that. She pressed a finger to his lips. I promise not to borrow trouble. I want to cherish the time I have with you, whether it's a minute, an hour, or the rest of our lives. I love you, Chance Muldoon. It's a good thing. Otherwise, I'd have to step back under the waterfall to keep from doing this. He scooped her legs from under her and wrapped them around his middle. Maggie laughed and clung to him. Aren't you forgetting something? He tapped her trouser-clad bottom with his cock and grinned. Right as usual. With less grace than eagerness, he dropped her to her feet and dragged her trousers and panties off her legs, dunking her in the process. He slung the garments toward the rocks, lining the edges of the pool. Then he pulled her shirt over his head, unclipped her bra, and sent them flying with the rest, leaving her standing there in front of him, just as naked as he was. Are you sure this is what you want? She laced her hands behind his neck and dragged his face close to hers. Absolutely.